Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Okay, so this is about uh, facing trials because we all face trials. In fact, uh, today, not just today, even yesterday, we received some uh, transmission or messages that, uh, you know, ex- uh, how uh, some are, ex- you know, they, they express the, the pressure, the trials that they're facing. Even this morning, uh, even to us, you know, uh, families, uh, people in church, um, I believe this is not just happening in our church, uh, local church, but this is happening all over. So there is like a wave of attack uh, towards relationships and families and, 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 and relatives and even the workplace, you know. There's a great uh, pressure uh, in different institutions uh, in their workplaces. So uh, this is uh, happening. So I believe uh, the, our topic for today is going to be relevant, okay? Because uh, like what the Bible says, that we're all fa- we will all face trials of many kinds. So whatever... Uh, challenges or trial you're facing right now, whether it's big or small, whether it's common or uncommon, uh, whether it's easy or hard, okay, or uh, maybe painful or or uh, beyond uh, beyond your comprehension, you know, it's it's uh, you cannot uh, describe indescribable uh, feelings, okay. Uh, kind of uh, situation uh, remember they all fall on the same category okay uh, they're all trials uh, it's a test of our faith amen it's a test of faith so in combating uh, with trials uh, we all want to win right uh, we don't want to lose the battle right so we all want to pass the test so this is the topic friends if you are facing uh, uh you know a trial you know you, you're facing uh, some uh, kind of testings and uh, challenges in life right now so this topic is for you if you know someone who is going through something whether it's emotional spiritual financial uh, whatever it is as long as it's it's a trial, <laughs> okay? Uh, it somehow uh, challenges our faith. It, it's, you know, a lot of people, they, you know, but remember this, you, you know, um, we can be shaken at times, but we shall not be moved, you know, when, when you know uh, where you're standing at, okay? So, uh, so position yourselves in such a way or in such a manner that you can withstand the storms okay so if you're facing storms right now uh, just like the the song of uh, who is that singer through the wind and the waves above fits right uh, it says that uh, the song says you are so faithful you are so faithful O lord so remember that God is faithful in the midst of the storm. Amen. So, uh, yeah, Bob Fitz, right. So, it's Bob Fitz. So, hallelujah. That's a wonderful song. 
Okay. But today we're going to tell you uh, the way to sure victory. So it's like a secret that is not actually a secret. Okay. So if you want to win, because after all, um, we all want to win. Okay. We all want to pass the test. We want to be like Abraham. You remember Abraham? You know, he was tested by God to offer him his first, uh, his, his son Isaac. Uh, remember Job? Job went through a, he, he, he wa- you know, he lost everything. <laughs> Literally, uh, family, uh, business, you know, uh, Job lost a lot, including his health. But guess what? He overcame and both Abraham and Job passed their trials with flying colors. And that is what we want to achieve also. That as we face our trials, we will pass the test, right? Uh, And um, good news, we are destined to win. Okay, but to win every battle... uh, is the only possible way, you know, is that uh, we need to learn uh, or know the skill called surrender. Okay? That is what it meant by losing to win. Okay? We need to take the route or the route towards the cross of the Lord Jesus. What, what, what do I mean by the cross? You know, uh, the devil, Satan thought that, you know, if he can kill or crucify Jesus during his uh, time on earth, that all of these miracles and healings and the preachings and all of this will stop, you know, and so people will no longer see the light. So the devil's plan was to put an end to the life of Jesus when he was in the flesh. But he was wrong. The road to the cross, the road to crucifixion was Satan's big defeat. Okay? So that's the idea. Okay? It's losing to win. You know, it looks like in the outward that the, the, the Lord Jesus Christ lost, you know, the lost the battle because he was uh, crucified but actually in the spiritual realm he won okay because by him dying the cross you know he paid the price he represented man because he was he was man during that time okay he left his deity his godship his godhood in heaven and he became man he was born in the flesh that's why he can represent man on earth and that his death was a substitutionary death, so he chose the, the, the road to the cross. He was crucified, but with his crucifixion, because he was sinless, death cannot hold them, him down. Okay, so he rose from the dead. He, 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 uh, he gave us victory. Okay, through what he did. And only the only thing you need to do is to receive Jesus, to re- accept him, to be under his lordship so that you can also benefit with what he paid for in the cross. Okay, that is very important. You need to understand that you can ask for forgiveness. You can ask for salvation. You can pray for that. But if you don't want to be under the lordship of Christ, you are not a benefactor of what Jesus did. You have to be under his jurisdiction, you must be born again. You must give your life to Jesus in order for you to to reap the benefit of forgiveness, to reap the benefit 
of eternal life. Okay, so friends, that's another point when we say, uh, uh, when we mention to you losing to win. Okay, for us to win every battle, we need to understand we need to lose to win this this is i know this is not a common uh, thing to hear okay because in order for you to win you've got to earn a lot of points like you know basketball uh, basketball uh, volleyball um, sports you know in sports you have to earn more uh, points you ha- okay uh, so so your team can win but here, in, in our case, it's, it's different because uh, this is a different strategy. Okay, so let's uh, look uh, um, into more detailed. Uh, let's uh, check the scriptures. Okay, so losing to win principle. That's in Mark chapter 8, 34, all the way to 38. Okay, so Mark 8.34 says, Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. So you see, you want to be uh, Jesus' disciple, you have to what? First, deny yourselves. Deny yourself and take up the cross and follow Yeshua or follow Jesus. So this is the the way. <laughs> uh, it's a secret, but no longer a secret. But this is the only way for you to become victorious, to become an overcomer like the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus overcame. You know, he he defeated the devil in the cross. Okay, by willingly. You know, or or by submitting to what his father's will is. You know, he 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 offered his life willingly, so that he can pay for our sins. Okay. So it says, deny themselves, take up the cross, and follow me. So verse thirty-five says, and for whoever wants to save his life will lose it. Now take take note of that. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it. Okay? And then, and then it goes on to say, but whoever loses their life for me or for my sake, Jesus said, and for the Gospels will save it. So that, you see, a shorter uh, phrase for that, you know, if you rephrase that, if you summarize verse 35, it means you've got to lose, okay, to win. <laughs> <laughs> right so the thing is this friends you uh, we we have to understand that there is a place of surrender okay to the will of god that is the kind of losing you don't lose uh, you know you don't uh, just surrender to the enemy you don't surrender to the devil no that is not the point the point is this that we surrender to god we surrender to the will of God. That's the kind of losing. That's the context of losing that we are talking about. Okay? So first, you must lose in order to win your battles. Okay? It's all about losing to win the prize. Losing to uh, finish the race. It's losing to, 
to be victorious, right? So we can also call it dependence on God, because when you lose your, you, you know, your your uh, your entitlement, your your position, your your will to His will, okay, you know what happens? You actually uh, are, you know, you are depending on Him. You know, you're asking God, Lord, come to my aid. Help me in, in, in this situation. Okay? So, when we depend on God, okay, when we, we put our trust in Him, we no longer, uh, no longer to ourselves. You know, our trust, our dependence is no longer on ourselves, no longer on our ability, no longer in our skills, you know, no longer with... Uh, uh, with any connections or any backer or any anything that we can hold on to or money, you know, it's not that. But our dependence will now be in Him, in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's that's the point of losing, okay, uh, to win, okay. That's the point. So that's the principle of losing to win. So let's continue. Uh, we just read verse 35. Let's proceed to verse 36. It says, What good is it for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Correct. That is true. <laughs> what is the point of you gaining, 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 gaining? I want this, I want that. You, you, you have acquired and garnered a lot of things for yourself and you feel successful. You, you think you are uh, already uh, victorious. You know, you, you won by achieving what you wanted. But that is not the measurement, that is not the standard of really winning. Okay, because it says... What good is it if you gain the whole world, even if you own everything in the world, it says, but you lose your own soul. So the point is, the spiritual part is more important than the physical part. Okay? The spiritual is more important than the physical. Verse 37, it says, Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? The soul, the soul, your life is more important than the things that you have achieved, the things that you have acquired in this earth right now. Friends, you've got to consider, you know, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Your, your spiritual life is very important. Verse 38, it says, If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when He comes in His Father's glory. With the holy angels. No, that, that's that's not good to hear. That uh, th the Lord is ashamed of you, of us. Okay, so let us not be ashamed of Him. Like, for example, if you're a Christian, you, you know, in your workplace, do they know that you're a born again Christian? Come on, guys, share your faith, preach the gospel, testify. Okay, tell tell them, let them know that you are a born again spirit-filled believer of the Lord, disciple, follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? That, you know, if they have problems, they can come to you. They can ask for counseling. They can, you know, ask for your uh, suggestion. Uh, they can uh, receive encouragement and exhortation from you. Let them know. Let them know that you carry the message, the gospel, that you are an ambassador of Christ. Let them know. 
Okay? Don't be ashamed of the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't want to be uh, reporting, giving an account one day before the throne of God, you know, uh, and... And and the Lord is like he feels ashamed of us because we were ashamed of him here on earth. Don't be, don't be ashamed of the gospel. That's why the, the apostle Paul said, "I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to bring or to give salvation to those who believe." Okay. All right. So that's Romans 16 to 17 if you want to read that uh, scripture. So anyway, so losing to win uh, principle is the and uh, and the price of winning is actually everything. Okay? It's all that you are, it's all that you have surrendered at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is what we mean by losing to win okay when we crucify our will okay when we surrender our will so that his will be done i'll say that again when we crucify our will you know what i want this is what i want this is how i want my life to you know this is the way i want to live my life when you surrender your will to his will okay when you do that okay when 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 our will is being surrendered at his feet okay so then he will take over his will be done that's why jesus said lord uh, father not as i will or however not as i will your will be done that is the kind of prayer that is the prayer to win okay amen so jesus said what Jesus said in his prayer, not as I will, but your will be done. Okay? That is our model. Our example. Who is our model and example? It is the Lord Jesus Christ. When he prayed that prayer, he said, not as I will, your will be done. That is what we meant by losing to win. Okay? Losing to win. Did Jesus won the battle on Calvary? When okay, Yes! Yes, 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 yes. But he said, not as I will, your will be done. Okay? If that is the kind of uh, heart you have right now you will win your trials okay let's read john 15 5 it says i'm the vine you're the branches if you remain in me and i in you you will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing apart from him we can do what nothing so friends that is why if we want to win and then win and then win again and then win again and again and again and again Okay, what is the key again? The way to victory is surrender. Surrender 100%, not 50%, not 60%, not 70%, not even 80 not even 90 not even 95%, not even 99%. It must be 100%. If you want it 101 and above, it's up to you. Actually, it's 100% is all. It's everything. You have to surrender your will 
so that God's will will take over your situation. Amen. So that is the secret to win the battle. Hallelujah. Okay, where is that everything, everything, brother? Okay, look. Mark 8, again, it says, Jesus said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Cross. When you are being crucified, that's, that's you. That's your life. That's everything. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their lives for me, for my sake, and for the gospel will save it. You see? It's your life. It's everything. Okay, what good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit his own soul? That's verse 36. Okay, so the thing is this, my friend. It's your life. It's your life. It is your will. It is everything. It is all you are. It is all that you have. It's everything. If you surrender everything to God, then let God be the one in control. Okay? Uh, I, I had this. Uh, uh, when we are fully surrendered to God, let me say that. When we are fully surrendered to God, we are fully dependent on Him. We need to lose the part of being the primary control so that He can be in control. Wow, right? Is that uh, good? <laughs> good quote? Okay, so again, we, when we are fully surrendered to God, we are fully dependent on Him. We need to lose the part of being the primary control so that He can be in control, so that God can be can be the chief or the master control over our lives. So think about this. If God is the one holding the control, okay, the steering wheel, then, you know, you can be led to the right path and become an overcomer, okay? So, so that's the idea. We really don't know the way, but Jesus is the way, Right? So the point is the Lord is teaching us through our trials to learn how to surrender and to learn how to become dependent on Him. That is the idea. So in order for us to win our battles, we have to learn how to lose. Okay? How to what? Surrender our will to the Lord so that the Lord can lead us to victory. Amen? Okay, so it's everything or nothing's going to work. That, that, that's the idea. So it's, it's a either yes or no. Okay? Are you going to surrender to God? It, it's, it's only uh, your only option is yes or no. Not yes and no. Okay? It's not even yes, but. You know, you cannot put but. No buts at the, uh, after the yes. Okay? When you say yes to God, I surrender my will. I surrender my life. I surrender everything to you. Yes, but. Oh, no, no. No buts. Okay? So, <laughs> you need to lose the part of being the primary control so that God can take over, so that God can be in control in your situation, in your life, in everything. Okay? That's the idea. Give him the key. Okay? Remember this. The serpent uh, in the Garden of Eden, the serpent wanted Eve or Adam and Eve to, to be in control. 
Okay? That's why he said, oh, you shall not truly die. You will be like God. You see, he, the devil wanted to trigger men to be in control. The one who is the boss. The, the devil wanted people to be gods. You know? God over themselves. God over, you know. And, and, and that's very dangerous. It's, it's gonna trigger also uh, pride. Okay? And, and to the point that we, we, we find, we see God as our equal. And that we don't want God to rule over our lives because God is just our equal. And uh, that is wrong. So that doctrine about the you are God's thing, uh, if you read John chapter 10, when Jesus mentions you are God's, it's not in the context that he really, me he really meant that uh, he, Jesus was not really teaching us that we are God's. It was the devil in the Garden of Eden who said we are God's. But the God's that he mentioned there, it's the Ha Elohim. You have to read, I think, in Psalm chapter 84, somewhere out, uh, somewhere in the book of Psalms, where you know Jesus was just reiterating what I what he said a long time ago uh, in the Old Testament, in the book of Psalms. But he was referring to judges, that people judge, people rule like gods. Because, so in our Supreme Court here, we call uh, uh, the, the the building is called the the ah, I forgot. What's the term? A hall of justice. Okay, the hall of justice. In their time in the Old Testament, it's called Ha Elohim, the gods. So that is what Jesus was referring to. He was referring to the judges who, uh, who can easily be bribed a long time ago. Uh, he, they were not uh, doing their job. Okay, they were not serving justice. Uh, and, and, and they were called gods. But unjust gods. That is what Jesus meant in John chapter 10. Didn't I tell you before you are gods? Okay, so he was referring to unjust judges. So he was telling people that you are judging me wrong. Okay, but Jesus was not teaching us today that we are gods. Come on guys, apply use hermeneutics. Okay, Connect the Old Testament to the New Testament. It, 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 that's, that's why it's very important that you do not you do not think that you are a God, a small g God today, and it will lead you to different errors, you know, especially in character. You know, there is only one God and we are his creation, only one creator. We are all his creation. We, we cannot be equal with God, okay? Even the uh, uh, we, man was created uh, in his own likeness, image and likeness. Okay, that doesn't mean we are equal with God. Image and likeness. It only shows that we can be, behave, talk. We can. Uh, uh, we were created in His image and likeness, so we we can decide. Okay, we have free will. So that's it. Image and likeness, but not in deity. Okay, not in godhood, not not in that particular uh, category. Okay, so anyway, that's not my topic. My point, friends, is that we need to understand that there's one God who can help us because we are not God. So we have to let Him take, uh, we have to give Him uh, the control over our lives. That is what we meant by losing 
to win. We we lose, we 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 surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ, to the Holy Spirit, to His Holy Spirit, so that the Lord will be the one in control over our lives and situation. Okay? Losing to win. Now, there's a song by Carrie Underwood. Now, I, I hope this uh, will aid or help illustrate. I like, you know, just the chorus. Uh, Carrie Underwood, uh, the song... Uh, is uh, Jesus take the wheel? I I hope that uh, you're familiar with it. It goes like this: Jesus take the wheel, uh, take it from my hands, cause I can't do this on my own. Ah, oh, it's your bug. <laughs> I'm letting go. So give me one more chance. And save me from this road I'm on. And then it says, Jesus, take the wheel. Okay, uh, forgive me for that. Uh, it's out of tune. But the lyrics says, Jesus, take the wheel. Lord, you know, take the control. Take it from my hands. Because I cannot do it on my own. Wow. I'm letting go. So that's losing. It's let go of it. Okay, let go. I'm letting go. Says, give me one more chance and save me from this road I'm on. I'm on. So you see, always, always, if you want, if you're lost in the woods, if you're lost <laughs> in your journey to, 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 to be right back on the right path, you must understand. Give him the will. Give him the will. Lord, take the will. Take it from my hands. Because I cannot do this on my own. And he says, I'm letting go. Lord, give me one more chance. Save me from this road I'm on. Jesus, take the will. So what happens when we surrender our case to God? Now, this is very important. Let's read Matthew 11:28. It says, "Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light." You see, you don't we don't need to carry the burden alone. Let him take the lead. Let him carry it. But once you are yoked with the Lord Jesus Christ, he said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Meaning to say it's now one yoke. If you, can, if you understand what's a yoke, uh, it, it's, it is the, the thing that they put on the neck of the, the animal, the ox uh, or carabao in our case or cow so that they can plow. Okay, that, that's what they, they use. So sometimes we don't use one, one, one um, cattle only, but you use two. So that is the illustration right now. Jesus is here and you are here. And Jesus said, take my yoke. He was telling you to, you know, be on the same yoke with him. So that together you can walk. So when, when Jesus lead, uh, when Jesus walks to the left, when he turns to the left, go left. Because you are, the, his yoke is attached to your neck. Okay? So if, if Jesus uh, turns left, 
and you want to turn right, what will happen to you? Okay, you will, that will cause you neck injury. <laughs> okay, because the Lord Jesus Christ is stronger than you. So with that yoke made of wood on your neck, okay, it, it, it will pull you to the left if Jesus will turn to the left. So you have to learn his ways, where to go, where, which way to go, go straight, go turn right, turn left. You know, you have to learn uh, uh, how to yield your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to yield, okay? You need to surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ so that it will not be a burden to you. That's why he said, learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Why rest? Because He's carrying it. All you need to do is walk with the Lord. Walk with God, walk with God, walk with God. That's all you do. He's the one carrying the yoke, and the other end, it's in your neck, but don't resist God. You have to walk with God so that you walk together, and it's not going to pull your, you know, the skin of your neck, and it's, there's not, it's not going to tear, okay? Because you, you learn how to walk with God because He's the one actually carrying the burden. He's the one, not us. Amen? So let's, let's allow the Lord to take the lead and let's not resist Him, okay? Lest it will hurt our souls, all right? It will hurt us. Uh, it causes injury. So I hope you, you, you got that illustration, although I'm just using my hands. Uh, but um, I think it's pretty simple. Um, okay, so another scripture. Let's read James chapter 4, verse 7. It says, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and the devil will flee from you. And it says, Come near to God, and he will come near to us. And, and God will come near to you, okay? Verse 8, come near to God and He will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Verse 9, grieve, mourn, and wail. Oh, why is this written here? Verse 9, grieve, mourn, and wail. Sometimes, you know, it gets to that, it will get to that point where, uh, you know, in the middle of our trial, uh, when it's really painful, when when it's emotionally indescribable, <laughs> when it's hard to regulate our emotions, and, you know, we explode, grieve, mourn, and wail. It says, change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. So it's, it's okay to cry, friends. Sometimes it helps us release the pressure in our... Uh, emotions okay uh, deep inside us you know verse 10 says humble yourselves before the Lord and it says humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up wow so that's the idea you want to win you, you, you want God to encourage you. You want God to lift you up. You want God to establish you. You want God to strengthen you. You want God to, uh, to promote you. Okay? So you want God to put you in a place, uh, a, posi a position of influence. You want God to use your testimony. Uh, you want God to use your, 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 your life as a witness, as a testimony. To encourage other people who are facing the same kind of trials? You know what? Surrender. 
Surrender. If you need to cry to God, Lord, not as I will, your will be done. Lord, uh, I surrender all to you. Let your will be done. You know what's going to happen? He will lift you up. At the end of the day, that's why the Bible says, weeping may last for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So in the morning, you're smiling again and you'll be victorious, right? You're not going to be depressed. You're not going to stay stressed because it's not a good thing. It's not God's will for us to be, you know, stressed and depressed and things like that. No, no, no. We're destined to win. He wants us to win our battles, but only if we learn from Him, only if we surrender our will to Him, only if we submit, only if we yield our lives, you know, uh, to, to the will of God. Okay, we need to do that so we can have the mind of Christ. Do not solve trials. Do not solve your problems with your with your might. Okay, with your own understanding. Okay, the Bible says, "Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path." I want you to uh, look with me. Uh, in uh, um, Romans 8. Let's just jump to verse 37. It says, No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, no, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We, in all these things, in all these things, what things? You have to read from verse 31, okay? But uh, we don't have much time anymore. So, in all these things, it says in verse 37, we are more than conquerors. Why more than conquerors? Why not? Just a conqueror. Okay? But it says more than conquerors through him who loved us. Meaning to say, we're not really the one who have conquered. You know, we're not the conquerors really. But, you know, we became more than conquerors through him. Through him? Through who? Through him who loved us. It's because what of the Lord Jesus Christ, what He did, He paid for our sins. We are acquitted of our sins. We are justified by faith because of the substitutionary death on the cross. So whatever happens, that's why it says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Verse 35, Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword or, you know, or death? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered a sheep to be slaughtered. So all of, you know, you can think about even all the troubles, uh, possible, you know, calamities and dangers that can happen to us. But listen, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. So you see, to conquer, to conquer every kind of trial, every kind of challenges, to conquer to overcome, to be victorious, to become conqueror. Oh, no, 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 no. Not just conqueror because we are destined to win. We are destined. And the Bible says we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. So, 
How do we win our battles? Oh, we need Him. We need the mind of Christ. We need, we need uh, uh, to yield everything to Him. Just like what Jesus said. He said to His Father, He prayed, Not as I will, but your will be done. That is, that is losing to win. You have to, you know, you need to let go. Need to let go. You know, I want to end up with this uh, Luke chapter 7, okay? Why is it that it's longer if you read it in the book? Because Dr. Luke does not just write uh, by what he hears, but by what he heard. But he is a kind of writer because he's a doctor. He want to make sure that nothing is, uh, is uh, skipped. So he would also inquire, investigate, and ask the people who were there, what did you hear, okay, etc. So that is why uh, for me, it is more uh, a kind of, there is an angle of accuracy or, or more details. Let's just say more details in the writings of Dr. Luke concerning the events, the conversation during the time of Jesus. Okay, let's read Luke chapter 7. Uh, verse 36. This is about the woman called Mary. And this Mary is not Mary Magdalene. Okay, This Mary is the Mary, the sister of Martha and the sister of Lazarus. Remember Lazarus, uh, whom Jesus called uh, Lazarus come forth and he just you know came back to life. That, that, that's the brother. So La- Lazarus and Martha... Okay, this the, the uh, this Mary is their sister, and if you want to confirm that, that is uh, John eleven verse one. Okay, so you can read that. That's this is that uh, uh, this is the the Mary, the woman who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. Okay, so Luke chapter seven. Uh, when one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. Verse 37, the, a woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house, so she came there with an alabaster jar or box of perfume. As she stood behind him, okay, just picture this out, as the, Mary stood behind him at his feet, weeping. She began to wet his feet with her tears, and then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. Of course, the Pharisees did not like this in verse 39. He said, when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, "This, if this man or if Jesus were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of one she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, um, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, for the sake of time. Let's just jump to verse 44. It says, Then he turned. He, Jesus turned towards the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman, Simon? I came to your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. 
You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. Verse 45. Verse 46. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven. Whoa. As her great love has shown, but whoever has been forgiven little loves little. Then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, who is this who, is this who even forgives sins? Jesus answered, said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. If you try to imagine what took place during that, uh, that dinner, um, this woman, Mary, just came along. Uh, she was living a sinful life. She was not right with God. But she chose to come and humble herself, herself, and 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 cry at the feet of of the Lord Jesus, and and and, and wash her feet, uh, his feet with her tears, and 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 uh, also poured perfume. Maybe because. She, she she felt that uh, you know because of her tears that and she she was unclean and she wanted you know it to be cleansed and uh, so she poured a an expensive perfume so the for the Lord Jesus Christ it was not about the value of the perfume it was not about that but it was about her heart now listen what this woman is doing she was actually repenting she was actually saying lord have mercy but there was no words look you read it matthew mark luke john there was no word not a word that came out of her mouth she did not say father forgive me no words just that gesture just that action of, you know, the weeping, the weeping and the pouring of the oil, of the, 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 the perfume, you know. And that's why I said the Lord understands what we want to communicate through our weeping, through our tears. Okay, even without words, even without words, just with your tears, if you really mean it. If you re you're so sincere to come before God and cry and say, God, have mercy on me. I have been, you know, I have done, you know, uh, things. You know, I've been sinning against you. Lord, uh, I have offended you. Forgive me. Even if you don't say it, but just by, with your tears, just like this woman, you know, and Jesus told her, you are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Verse 48, your sins are forgiven. And he said in verse 50, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. See, the Lord reads. The Lord understands our gesture, our hearts. He reads it. He, he knows. So, And so I remember the song of Steve Green 
entitled Broken and Spilled Out. It talks about this woman. Okay, let me sing that. One day, a plain village woman, driven by love for her Lord, recklessly poured out a valuable essence, disregarding the scorn. Yes, the, he, she disregarded the scorn because the, those people there criticized her. I mean, they, they said, what a waste. That should have been, you know, uh, sold and then the, the, the profit be given to the poor. And Jesus said, you, the poor you will have them, but you, know, you will not have me always. But the poor you, you have them always. So the point here is that there are people even nowadays, they criticize other Christians the way they, they, they worship. They say, oh, you're so emotional, you're crying, you know. They, they criticize other believers, other churches that, that cry, that, that show tears to the Lord. You know what? Let them alone. You know, just like this woman. You know, don't be like the Pharisees, the, the people who are so critical about the way others want to worship God, you know, with their tears. It doesn't matter what, what import, uh, what's important is that uh, uh, what kind of, uh, what does it communicate to God, okay? Because our action really communicates more than our words. So, all right, so let's, let me continue. Disregarding the scorn. And once it was broken and spilled out, a fragrance filled all the room. Like a prisoner released from his shackles, like a spirit set free from the tomb. Broken and spilled out Just for love of you, Jesus My most precious treasure Lavished on you Broken and spilled out And poured at your feet in sweet abandon surrender okay it says let me be spilled out and you stop for thee so friends surrender just like the story of this woman no matter how ugly how wicked, how dark is your past, you can start over with the Lord. In the Lord, you can start over. He loves us. He loves us. Just like this woman. Okay? So you have to come to Him with a sincere heart and say, God, I am a sinner. I cannot... I cannot save myself from this mess that I made. Lord, help me. Friends, if you need the Lord Jesus Christ in your life, 
you know, if you are in a, 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 a road that is not leading to life, you know that you are, you're lost. You know that you are the one uh, leading your, yourself into all the 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 ups and downs and all the trails and all the uh, troubles that you're facing right now i mean it's and you think uh, there's no hope that you cannot there's no way out of it friends good news the lord can help you but first you need to establish your relationship with God you must be born again you need salvation because more than more than the, the things that you can achieve and more than overcoming trials is your condition before God our condition before God we're sinners and without Jesus in our lives if our sins are not forgiven we're doomed our predicament there's only one place for us when we die that is what eternal torment eternal judgment because God is holy everyone who is not righteous before his sight will be thrown into eternal fire and we're not righteous the only way for us to become righteous to be declared righteous is if God's righteousness is imputed on us if it is uh, passed on to us if it is you know if we're covered with his right with his righteousness if we obtain okay how do i explain it uh, in a simpler way if we receive the righteousness of god then we become righteous okay because we are not righteous of our own and because we're not righteous then we we are you know we we deserve to be punished forever. So the only way for us to escape such predicament, to escape such punishment, is to surrender our lives to Him. Okay? Surrender our lives to be under His Lordship so that, so that uh, even, you know, so that when we die, so that in the afterlife, you know, when our lives are being reviewed in heaven uh, during the judge or during judgment day, we will view, we will watch this day that you gave your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that you surrendered your life to Jesus and confessed Him, your Redeemer, the one who paid for you for your sins the one who 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 did the sacrifice you know he he paid our debts okay we cannot pay our debt okay but he paid it for us we owe it but he paid it for us he died our death so we can live so friends if you want to give your life to jesus as your lord and savior you want to be born again okay i want you to uh Pray after me, okay? I want uh, as I pray. Um, please uh, follow after me, or you can read, okay? Say, Father in heaven, 
in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and by the power of your Holy Spirit, I pray. I believe that Jesus died in the cross to pay for my sins and that He rose from the dead on the third day. I confess that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. Forgive my sins and cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Today, I entrust my life to Jesus as my personal Lord and only Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and Amen. Well, hallelujah. If you prayed that prayer sincerely from your hearts, I want to welcome you to the family of God. But this is just the beginning. This is not it. Okay, this is just the uh, starting point of your journey. Colossians chapter 2 says that uh, now that you believe, that you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as a, Jesus as a Christ, he says, it says continue to live your lives in Him. Meaning to say that uh, follow Him, abide, okay? Don't stop. Press on. Okay, so we encourage you to look for a Bible-believing church. Meaning to say, because not all churches are Bible-believing, what we meant by that is that it should be, it must be a church that esteems the Bible as the final authority. Okay? Um, and also, also, you want to be in that church because you want someone to walk alongside you, to guide you, to counsel you. You know, if you can join their Bible study group, that's wonderful. Okay? Because uh, we need people to help us, to guide us, especially people who have gone uh, ahead of us. Okay, because uh, they already had a lot of story to tell, testimonies and experiences, how they made it, how they conquered, how they overcame, you know, things like that. So, friends, uh, again, once again, uh, look for a Bible-believing church. Another thing is that buy a Bible or you can download an application, a free Bible uh, application, uh, uh, and then start to read the uh, book of John that's in the New Testament uh, you know it, it's not a, a fixed thing I mean you can choose to read Matthew Mark Luke John but I I encourage you to start with the Gospels okay the Gospels is Matthew Mark Luke and John okay uh, begin with with that but if you can you don't have much time you're, you're very busy you can only uh, read like one chapter or two or three a day um, well read the book of John <laughs> okay read the book of John so uh, once again uh, thank you so much uh, also uh, bless others by sharing this video or podcast to your loved ones yes please do that okay uh, it is free uh, uh, share all you can Send it to your network of friends. 
send the link to all your social media accounts as long as we have time as long as we are able we can use this platform to share the gospel you know uh, do it okay do it so uh, so that uh, instead of you sharing instead of you preaching the gospel to your friends allow us to share it for you but this time it is through you so you who who are making effort uh, to 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 share the link uh, the message to your friends actually will also receive a reward from the lord okay because what we're doing what we're preaching is not our teaching not our not our uh, words okay this all of this originates from the word of god and so this is not our teaching this is the a teaching from god himself all right so let us help share or let let us help spread the good news the gospel by sharing the link to our friends okay so god bless you everyone let me pray father thank you uh, this may be this you know even if uh, this is a virtual church online church but we know that you're not limited you can visit everyone in their homes wherever they are okay whatever they're doing minister to them speak to them thank you for using our this episode this preaching this message also to bless more people thank you for your anointing and now the lord bless you and keep you the lord makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you the lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace both now and forevermore may the grace of the lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with us all and all of god's people say hallelujah glory to god Praise the Lord.